Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Brazuca Sounds. Welcome. This is the podcast number 49. Always have to remember you to follow me on Instagram. I'm there as the Brazuca Sounds, just in the name of the show. I'm also on Spotify with a playlist called Brazuca Sounds Soundtrack with all the songs that I play and talk about it here on the show. If you have the opportunity to rate this show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I really, really much appreciate it. And for as much as I love to talk about Brazilian records from back in the day, right the 1960s and 70s this show today is going to be about new music i did it before it is the podcast number 26 and the podcast number nine on this show today a lot of records already released and this year 2023 so no further ado we're gonna start off with singer-songwriter from sao paulo her name is yara renault Yara Renault, she's a singer, instrumentalist, poet, music producer, songwriter. She can do it all, obviously. She composed many songs to a variety of important singers in Brazil, such as Elza Soares, Neyma Togrosso, just to name a few. Uh, her latest work is composed by two sibling albums. It's a celebration to the Orishas culture in Brazil, like a timeless influence in the Brazilian music scenario Okiri uh, it is not an Orisha per se but means a salutation to the spirit and this record was released last year in 2002 the first uh, part uh, there's a very unique Afro-Brazilian sound attached to this record is more percussive with a full band is a result of more than 13 years of work by Yara uh, and the record feature names, uh, very important names like Carlinhos Brown, the rapper Criolo, Talma de Freitas. This song on the background features uh, the singer and producer Kurumin. <música> favorite songs on the album actually it's called Uma Flecha so Yara really started uh, to put this concept album into form during the pandemic like her artistic and also personal path made her dive 
in the history of the Candomblé, this Brazilian Afro-religion that I talk a lot about here on the Brazilian Sounds. Obviously, right, as time passed by, uh, Afro-Brazilians, they acquire new habits, they kind of abandon old traditions from Africa, created new ones, such as this scope of new religions like the Candomblé, especially in the state of Bahia, but also in the whole country, really. Yara Renó, as I said, she's from São Paulo. She combines traditional percussion instruments uh, with a pinch of jazzy pop instrumentation, a lot of brass arrangements on this album. So these two tracks that I play, they are part of the first album but she's about to release now in May 2023 the second part of this project, the album Ori Okan. And this second album, in turn, promises like a more acoustic and intimate instrumentation uh, with songs that talk also about the Orisha's universe in a more subjective way. <laughs> So this is the first single of the album that Yara Reno is about to release now in May. That being said, we're going to advance for one of my favorite records released in this year of 2023. is Pagode Novo. In Brazil, there's always this tradition of using a play of words with an existing genre, right? Uh, like the album Samba Esquema Novo by Jorge Ben was his way of saying that he was playing a different and more modern version of the samba played at the time. And, and here's Rodrigo playing with the word Pagode, a subgenre of samba, a new pagode. That's the name of the record in Portuguese, Pagode Novo. And as he implies, Rodrigo is really adding new things to the genre. And this is like Rodrigo Campos going back 
to the roots of the pagode. So he's new, but at the same time, he's going back to the roots some way. Uh, this is his fifth album. Rodrigo has been for a long time one of the best new-ish artists coming out of Sao Paulo. He's a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, as I said. He plays the guitar, cavaquinho, percussion, keyboards. It's him playing every single instrument on the song in the background. It's called Atraco. Chica cantora divina ficou pelo chão Da dita cidade bonita de anunciação Cantou a canção favorita do mestre alemão De pedra e salto Sambei na beira do mato Voltei And there's a whole new generation of MPB artists coming out of Sao Paulo, actually. Rodrigo is part of the same group of artists, such as Kiko Dinucci, Romulo Frois, Jussara Marçal, all these artists that I spoke about in previous podcasts here, especially the podcast about new music, number 26 and number 9. <laughs> Você vai gostar uh, And this song in the background is actually about São Paulo, the neighborhood of Pinheiros, which is super bohemian, a lot of live music, but somewhat also a gentrified region. Uh, so Rodrigo is juxtaposing this area with the blue-collar uh, region of the city, a neighborhood called Carrão, in the heart of Zona Leste. In São Paulo, the song is about a waiter who works in the affluent area, Pinheiros, but obviously lives far away. São Paulo is a city of 12 million people, by the way, if you don't know. So sometimes it takes a lot of hours to cross the city, you know. You need to wake up very early in the day. The song is called Pinheiros é Bom. Pinheiros é bom trabalhar So the record is Pagode Novo by Rodrigo Campos, released in the beginning of 2023. Stop to bottom, a great record. No tracks you can skip, really. It's definitely gonna be on those best of the year lists. Um, and from this more like samba, pagode, percussive sounds, now we transition to a more electrified, psychedelic band. Also coming out of São Paulo, and it's called Bike. This is Bike, 
like the name in English, right, for bicycle, is a quartet who just put out their fifth album called Arte Bruta. It is one of my favorite Brazilian bands, actually, and like I said, it's all the psychedelic elements through and through, influences going from, obviously, the Brazilian Tropicalia, right, Motantes, and then Som Imaginario, etc., but also the American psychedelia of the 1960s, and also the motoric rhythms of Kraut Rock, uh, the German prog slash psychedelia even the flaming lips really some modern influences as well uh, in the sound of the band preciso das ondas barulho calmo das ondas do mar preciso das ondas barulho calmo das ondas do mar preciso das ondas do barulho calmo das ondas Preciso das ondas But one thing that really is different from the other records it is this like Afro-Brazilian rhythm as well that extends across the album Uncharted Territory for the band in the past very very nicely done so if you're familiar with the band, you're probably gonna notice they are really, really expanding their horizon, right? A more elaborate and diverse touch on elements especially, as I said before, from the percussion. But if you're not familiar, you should definitely go after this album here, Arte Bruta, and then obviously the rest of their stuff. Their previous record from 2019, Quarto Templo, is also absolutely gorgeous. All their stuff is on Spotify, Bandcamp, etc. Also worth to mention, this album here was produced by multi-instrumentalist Guilherme Helge. That's very well known by many other works in the Brazilian music lately, especially with the rapper Criolo and also Jardis Macalé has his own studio in Sao Paulo. Uh, Guilherme is also like a phenomenal guitar player. also recently made appearances on Seattle's prestigious KEXP radio. They play at the South by Southwest in Austin, the Tree Fort Music Fest in Boys. Like I said before, it's one of my favorite bands. So I'm really, really happy to share with you on this podcast. And now we're going to transition to a more quick speed review, more or less. 
should definitely try to listen and add to your collection. First one, we're gonna stay on this psychedelic territory. This band is Glue Trip, like in English. It's also psychedelic, but from a different vibe from Bike. They're like more tropical sounds. However, the album is called Nada Tropical. That means nothing tropical. Probably play of words. Uh, they are from João Pessoa in the state of Paraíba in Brazil, the northeast of Brazil, entirely by the ocean and all those marvelous beaches. That's so it makes sense. They're more happy type of psychedelic music. This song on the background is called Marcos Valley, named after the Brazilian legend musician. performing in Portuguese, unlike their first record where all the songs were in English, although they still sing in English here, like this other tune that it's very nice called Lazy Days, produced and arranged by another Brazilian legend, Maestro Arthur Verocai. <laughs> a very nice band, very cool record, Glue Trip, and we're gonna keep on this psychedelic tunes still in our next band. Que para sobre nós, nós. luzes da imensidão. O seu reflexo na bola de. So, this is Bala Desejo. It's kind of a collective of four musicians who also have their individual work uh, separately, records. This album here is called Sing, Sing, Sing. Like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and links heavily on classic MPB and Tropicalia. A lot of influences from the Brazilian sounds in the 1970s, which is great, but sometimes sounds just a wee derivative. Just how I feel, though. 
my impression, Bala Desejo, in their release, describes themselves as a juice with many ingredients with a nostalgic era, typical Brazilian sounds and a lot of charisma and perfect for listening to on a sunny Sunday morning. album was recorded during the pandemic when the four musicians got together and began living as a community in the effervescent neighborhood of Santa Teresa in Rio de Janeiro. This record was released uh, for a Brazilian label, but Mr. Bongo also put out this record internationally, so obviously Tropicalia always have its appeal abroad. And from Bala Desejo and its very mutantes, novos baianos influences. We're gonna go to a 180 here with our next artist. arranger, a multi-instrumentalist himself, and now we're talking about very experimental record, right? So this is very independent, you're not gonna easily find this on lists of Brazilian best music, not because it's not great, because it's, as I said, a little harder to digest, it's not necessarily the Brazilian music people are more used to. He also is like a member of the Egberto Gismonti Quartet, uh, so he travels the world also playing as a backup musician for the phenomenal Brazilian legend uh, Egberto. This record here is called Martelo. It was released in 2022. It's only five songs between seven and 12 minutes, right? So our long suits, it's all instrumental. The self-titled track Martelo, which in Portuguese means hammer, is some kind of like a tribute to his mom who has Alzheimer.
all these like short snippets of a song that become this long song, super repetitive through the entirety of the melody. He uses different arrangements to go back to the same melody along the song. So it's almost like a kaleidoscope. Uh, in form of music, it's like very, very beautiful, also brilliant, in my particular opinion. Uh, just like the rest of the record, this is my favorite one, the self-titled Martello, but all four tracks are very good. Not an easy listening, as I said, but rewarding in every possible way when you do it. in any form been following Brazilian music in the last 20 years or so, our next artist is definitely one that you should recognize, Lucas Santana. Santana, as I said, he's been around for quite some time. He started his career in his early 20s. He's from Bahia. Uh, and he actually started as a musician for legends like Gilberto Gil and Caetano Veloso. He played albums of those two artists. He also played on tours of those two artists in the 1990s. Lucas Santana's father was also a musician who, by the way, was the cousin of Tom Zé. So he has music in his bones from a very early age and he started to put out music as a solo artist in the year 2000. Most of his music is like this one in the background. It's a combination of MPB, very acoustic tunes, kind of a blended with this very sparse electronic elements, right? Lucas Santana, he plays the guitar and the cavaquinho, but he also loves these synthesizer sounds. Que não somos os primeiros seres terrestres, pois nós é Harry Humano S, which by the way is a cover released by Jorge Ben on his masterpiece Tabo de Esmeraldas. It's a great version of the song, though. We cannot really top off the original, but this was go very, very close. He's been doing that for his whole career at this point. He is like the representation of Novos Baianos, like a modern version of Novos Baianos. And this record here was just released in the beginning of 2023. 
It's called O Paraíso. Uh, and the favorite song on this new album actually is more like an uplifting, more like up-tempo kind of song. Perfectly for a dance floor. The song features the singer Flavia Coelho as well. And as I said, the record was just released. I'm still digesting the full body of this record here. But this song on the background I listen all the time to start off the day. Muita pose e pouca yoga. As I said, the record is called O Paraíso. Andasse no vale das sombras, eu nada temerei. Mesmo que andasse no vale das sombras, eu nada temerei. Mesmo que andasse no vale das sombras. So this is Criolo, the best rapper around, coming out of Brazil in the last 10 years or so. And as you can notice on the background, there's no much rap on that song. That's how Criolo really, really emerged. One of the top guys. He can really rhyme. He does have an incredible flow. But they really expanded the sound of hip-hop and rap in Brazil by introducing these influences from Afro rhythms, also MPB from the 1970s. Somos a mágoa dessa estrutura. São Jorge, venha me proteger. São Jorge, me ajude a seguir. Meus passos não vão perecer. Meus olhos nem cheguem isso aqui. A fé do povo brasileiro. Criolo, since day one, he's very connected with the Brazilian Afro religions, right? Candomblé and Umbanda. This song here, it is named after one of those entities, Ogum Ogum, which is Saint George for the Catholics. So Criolo is a dominant force in that blend of hip hop and Brazilian popular music, right? MPB and acoustic sounds but obviously as i said before he also a uh, rapper first é o sétimo templário o rei o frade o mago a morte vem de ciranda velho mulher e criança de uma sala secreta um olho que sangra lança o presidente que desplau depois pergunta se é matança e a cada banho de sangue um banho de desesperança e a cada bala vendida um corpo que vai pra lama this is criolo album from last year 2022 it's called Sobreviver, Surviving. And before we go, we're going to finish it off going back in time with Criolo Masterpiece record from 2011, Nona Aurelia, that opens with an incredible Afrobeat style called Bogotá. Vamos embora para Bogotá, Muamba, Muambei. Cruzar Transamazônica Pra levar Pra freguês Vai ser melhor 
So this is the reason right here, right? Criolo really expanded the territory of hip hop in Brazil, like this fusion of rap with other elements as well. This is one of the best Brazilian songs of the 2000s, hands down. That being said, hopefully you enjoyed this show. Don't forget to rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Instagram as Brazuca Sounds. Thank you for listening to the show. Take care over there. This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time.